I reckon this first video, I just want to like, I think you'll like it. And we've got to check out the comments and we've got to check out, you know, what she says. What she says. Do you hear? Uh, oh, bro. Yeah, she's right into it. Yes. Stop jerking off. Dude, it always sounds fake, hey? <laughs> Dude, why is she doing this? I don't know. <laughs> what? She doesn't have to moan. It's yeah, I know. The moan. <laughs> like, pleasuring her. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to rip those pants. Almost 11,000 views. Two weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> A little one. Little dude. The video's just called Farting, and it's by Sweet Aries. Is there a lot of these? Looks like there's tons. Yeah, they're all farting videos. They're not naked. Like, she's not naked. She's got pants on, which is kind of strange. I think the pants probably help with the sound. Yeah, you're probably right, eh? But yeah, that's strange. Like, someone's getting off to that. Right? No? I kind of like it. What do you like about it? The fact that she's that open to doing it. Yeah, that's true, hey? She's pretty hot, I guess. <laughs> what did she eat before this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can, like, anticipate them. How does she have so many farts? <gasps> this is so strange. <laughs> so much tension. She's squeezing. You yeah. can see she's squeezing. <laughs> You're going to shit yourself, love. We should find a video of someone shitting themselves. Oh... I don't know why she giggles afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I'm a naughty girl. <laughs> That's fake. This is fake. No way. Dude, this is fake ass. She's angled her ass together, squeezing her cheeks. Open it up. She puts her knee up on the chair like that. This should be a really weird. Takes her butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Let's get let's find another one. If bro. you want to find that on Pornhub, it's Sweet Aries. Sticky fart in plastic bag, please. <laughs> Today we're here because I want to make a joke on my boyfriend. And
I'm going to fart inside this plastic bag. And then I'm going to release all of the stinky farts in his bedroom. I know that this thing is going to make him so mad. And it's going to be so funny. Because my farts are really, really smelly. And also, eaten so much breakfast just because of this. <laughs> I have so much air. I know you can tell by what's in my belly. Mm. <laughs> oh, she could shit. I would shit if I sat like that. <laughs> I like how she said it's her purpose. <laughs> My I don't want to see it fill up with air, bro. So I'm gonna oh! She's like filling up like a car tire. I don't think she does. She <laughs> <laughs> only did one little fart. This bitch is a liar. Hold up, hold up, man. Stinky farts in a plastic bag. 660. Ah. Oh. Oh, that was... She sucked. The other girl was better. Short compilation of some really big farts. <laughs> Ivy Airbender. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man, are there comments? I would love to see what some people are saying about this. <laughs> mm, offer your farts for my mouth. <laughs> I love spread and naked. Definitely fart more leggings. Dzubi says I love this. Man, do you think people are jerking off to this, or do you think I people think are just some people would be? What do you think? They've like, gone too deep in it all. What do you think like gets them going with it though? Like, what do you think like turns them on about it? Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You can see a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that is fucking gross. <laughs> She's l Ivy Airbender is a gun. Is a gun named her. Oh. Oh. The guys. <laughs> she must just go. Oh, that's not pretty. No. Oh, that's trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You send one of those to CJ. Yeah, shout out to CJ. The other one. The other one, yeah, she was. Two years and may not return to pre-pandemic levels until 2024. The Deloitte Access Economics quarterly business outlook expects international borders to reopen slowly and gradually with some form of quarantine remaining for incoming travellers. Joining me now, Deloitte. Now, a new report warns international travel for Australians is likely to remain restricted for another two years. It's weird. Do you think, like... I know that's a weird transition from farts to Koshi telling us about our life. <laughs> <laughs> two years. <laughs> what do you think? How does he know? Who told him that? He was talking about a Deloitte report, so like some analyst or some dickhead uh, in a suit at a screen, some cog somewhere, said they expect borders to remain closed for the next two years due to coronavirus, obviously. But like, imagine that. What about these um, vaccine passports, man? Aren't they meant to be uh, hurrying the process up a bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, I can't wait to get my vaccine passport. To be honest, yeah, I know. Same. I'm pretty keen. Hey, then I can um, travel to New Zealand and Western Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit fucky at the moment, right? Yeah, I don't know. What What is the idea behind the vaccine passport? Do you okay. know? and may not return to pre-pandemic levels until 2024. Oh, the Deloitte Access... Figures. Cancelled, cancelled. Oh, uh, can't fuck. see it. Don't have an account. You don't have a TikTok account? No, nah, fuck that. Kidding, man. No, nah. do you? You don't? If you did, what would you watch on it? Probably girls farting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so do you know what the vaccine passport is? Because I don't... Like, have a firm grasp of what it is. Like, I've got a vague idea, but I don't actually know, no. Uh, is it like you can go to certain countries if you've got, like, both vaccines? And then you, like, keep up your vaccines each year? Because it's, like, not you get it once and then you're done. So you get, like, booster shots, like, every year? Yeah. Like, so... And then I think there's, there'll be certain countries that agree to it. Oh, and certain countries will probably want you to have certain vaccines. Like, America doesn't recognize AstraZeneca as a vaccine at the moment. Yeah. So you have to have had a Pfizer vaccine to go yeah. to America. Yeah. So, it's just like when you go to like yeah. South Africa, you get you have to get the malaria. Yeah, shot. yeah, yeah. So that's just going to be with COVID. But the weird thing about the vaccine with coronavirus is like you can still get the like the virus. So like you've been vaccinated, but then you could still get coronavirus, and then you can still transmit yeah. it despite the fact that you've been vaccinated. The vaccine just stops you from like getting deathly ill. You know, the first time you catch it. So it's just it's just a bit strange, isn't it? Do you know anyone who's got coronavirus? Um. No, no. Um, my niece got some family in South Africa and like a couple uh, of them had it and things like that, but it was yeah. pretty pretty rampant over there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't really follow rules. They've never really followed rules like Australia has, right? No. Yeah. Their president actually... Why they trust their government? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they've got the shittest government. Their president actually, uh, or their former president just got, got chucked yeah. in jail. Yeah, and there's all those riots and... <laughs> it is nuts, dude. Moved down to Cape Town too, yeah. It literally looks like something out of the purge. Like, they just... Like, I, they're inspired by the BLM riots. They saw it on the news, and they're like, yeah, we're going to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw got a video of, like, 10 guys with, like, 10 pallet jacks just full of TVs. Just, like, <laughs> like just pushing them down Main Street, and it's just, like, fire. Like, it literally looked like the end of the world. I did see it, yeah. I saw, it was, like, a horde of people running, and there's, like, fires, and it's at night. Yeah. And they're just, like, plasma screens just lined up on this dolly, on this trolley. Good on them, man. I suppose. What can you do? Yeah, what can you do? It does. It does feel a little bit like things are falling apart, but not not completely. 
Like, I'm optimistic. Not here in Australia, man. No, never here in Australia. We've got it down, bruh. What percentage of that population is vaccinated? Seven. Yeah. We're ranked, like, last in, like, uh, developed countries' vaccination rollout. (laughs) What's this? This is Scotty's stage... (laughs) Stage four, step two, (laughs) phase three. Phase three of his plan one. Of point two. (laughs) (laughs) He's a dickhead. (laughs) You know, he has to call an election before the end of this year. Uh, so yeah uh, so I think what he'll do is he'll make it as late as he can I reckon he'll do it around footy finals time you know so <laughs> so everyone's a bit distracted with the footy and like you know he can kind of sneak in and like maybe get one in um, but yeah dude at the moment like the it was just announced like all the sports bet places like have got um, the Labour Party winning oh uh, yeah 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 but but like news polls have got the Liberal Party winning so who do you trust the people using their money or the, the dickheads who lie to us well, in the news all the time well, the people using the money betting are they the people who be voting? Right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, I suppose like channel, you know, the um, channel nine, seven, like whoever works for them, they're going to be voting, but yeah, it'd be very easy for them to skew the numbers. Yeah, the sports bet people like they've got way more motivation to get it right than like the others. Yeah, the actual money on the line. Yeah, I suppose there's money on the line either way, but. It's like a more honest interpretation of it, I think. Because it... People would be, like, giving money to... Like, you'd be throwing bets on who you're going to vote for, right? Like, yeah, wouldn't you? Well, imagine if people did. People would really get into voting then. Yeah. If you, like, had a punt on who's going to win the election. That's interesting. So, yeah. That'd be a good little campaign. Like, have a punt on the election. Yeah. And then cast your vote, win some money. It's kind of like... It's like rigging a game almost. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, who do you see winning the election? Yeah. Labour. Labour. I don't think it's going to get going up again. If you go another round. Imagine if you did. That'd be crazy. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? You, you just really couldn't see it. I just seem to see so much, like, hate. Online hate for him. Yeah. I don't even, like, follow that many, like, you know, political things, but just... Reading the comment section on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you get mean. It's where I get my understanding. It's where I get my knowledge wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's if you're normal. You're it's just like everyone else. Yeah. Do I have the same views as everybody else? Let me check Facebook. <laughs> yeah. If you read some like clickbaity title and then everyone in the in the comment section is like spraying it, saying the exact opposite. Yeah, there's more ones out there. Yeah. They literally just rile people up with like some stupid article. Yeah. And then everyone just gets, it's, it's crazy. I don't, yeah. I love yeah. it. We've got a couple What's of, like, this? COVID things. Check it COVID out. 705 deaths. In 18 months of coronavirus, we've had just over 30,000 cases, not 300,000, and only 910 deaths. Were there daily press conferences on the influenza outbreak in 2019? Were there lockdowns, mandatory masks, border closures, businesses ruined, egotistical, power-hungry premiers and a prime minister locking the country down and talking about how we wouldn't return to normal for years? Were there medical professors telling us that even after we reached 90% vaccination, masks and QR codes would be required to make us safe? Come on, Australia. This is not leadership. We are being corralled into a future that we don't want and can't afford. I haven't climbed on any bandwagon. Let's have a real statistic. In 2019, in nine months between January and September, there were 705 influenza-associated deaths in Australia from over 300,000 cases of flu. Nine months, 705 deaths. In 18 months of coronavirus, we've had just over 30,000 cases, not 300,000, 
and only 910 deaths. Were there daily press conferences on the influenza outbreak in 2019? Were there lockdowns, mandatory masks, border closures, businesses ruined, egotistical, power-hungry premiers and a prime minister locking the country down and talking about how we wouldn't return to normal for years? Were there medical professors telling us that even after we reached 90% vaccination, masks and QR codes would be required to make us safe? Come on, Australia. This is not leadership. We are being corralled into a future that we don't want and can't afford. I haven't climbed on any bandwagon. Yeah. It's a nice transition there. <laughs> I don't um, like Alan Jones and I don't like Sky News. Yeah, but, but that's a pretty good point. But I get what he's saying. It's like, when do the masks and the QR codes go away and how safe do they really make us? Because it's an unnecessary thing that you've just added to our life. Yeah. Well, it's all contact tracing, isn't it? It is, that's yeah. P- that's the point. Yeah. So it doesn't like there's no real plan. It seems like they're going, they're going from like little goal to little goal to little goal, and they keep moving it along. You know? Yeah. It's like oh, we're just gonna have a quick lockdown. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I don't know. I guess the masks do work, but yeah, they stop like spit and shit from like coming out. Yeah. That's their main purpose. Yeah. But yeah, there's no, there's no plan. You know, like yeah. you know, even if you get vaccinated, right? If the, you can still catch the virus, you know? Yeah. So it's literally like, unless the virus gets, com- like, unless everyone stays inside for like a month and the virus completely dies out, then it's never going to go away. So it's always going to be around. So if it's always around, does that mean like what the politicians want to do, like the contact tracing and the masks and the lockdowns will continue happening forever? Or like, you know, and it, at the moment they're like, oh, we need to get everyone vaccinated. Right. Okay. So they achieved that, right? It's 2023. Everyone's vaccinated. We've got vaccine passports. We're getting annual updates on these vaccines. Coronavirus is still around because you can't actually kill it out unless everyone like goes into like a month lockdown and like no one, the virus can't live in any host. Um, and I don't think that's ever going to happen. So it seems like it's always going to be here. And there's always going to be like, I guess there's, now they're talking about like variants and stuff like that. The variants. Yeah. The Delta variant. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it preys on the weak, man. Now all these fat people who've been eating Big Macs and not exercising for the past 10 years think that a bloody yeah. flu shot's going to get them. Yeah, yeah. You know, going to save them. No. Uh, where's the chat on, you know? Just general improving your health. Remember how they used to have ads like two veg, five veg, two fruits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that. Yeah. People are stupid. They know people are stupid. <laughs> like oh, anything. yeah. Last 30 minutes of exercise. It's probably not long enough, to be honest. <laughs> for some people. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like, is a lifetime of bad habits, like, going to be cured by a vaccine, you know? No. He's like, no. No. So that, that person get vaccinated, they could still probably, oh, okay, if you're, if you're like, okay, so you're really fat, right? You're like in your 50s or your 60s, right? You get vaccinated and then you get coronavirus afterwards. Do you think it could still kill you then? Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I guess if you've got those pre-existing medical issues yeah well wasn't the nurse in western australia fully vaccinated and got it and yeah. then transmitted it uh, oh yeah no you can transmit it if you've been vaccinated yeah <laughs> if you've been vaccinated and you get coronavirus then you can still spread it to everyone so it's like the vaccine doesn't actually prevent you from spreading it it just prevents you from being killed by the virus and people like who, people who are healthy don't get killed by it but people who are unhealthy do get killed by it and that doesn't mean fuck all unhealthy people it means Maybe unhealthy people, A, should get vaccinated and B, should try and be healthier. 
Yeah. And then I guess what we've got to do is we've just got to treat coronavirus a bit like influenza. Yeah. And it's just got to be one of those things because, you know, you can't you can't be like enjoying your life and then all of a sudden like a couple of people Shut get down. get the spicy cough and yeah. now now you know you you've fucked up like someone's wedding or a funeral or you can't travel to another state to be with someone as they like pass. Yep. It's like, where is the line? Like, how free like it's, yeah, really it's are we? It's been two years. Two years into it, we haven't sorted it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's a bit it's a bit ridiculous. But, yeah, I've got... There's a few more of these. He's backing the success of the country's vaccine rollout. Despite warnings, it's happening too soon. Rules in England that are about to get a lot looser. From July 19, legal requirements to work from home will be scrapped. Restrictions lifted on groups in pubs and restaurants, theatre and cinema audiences. Nightclubs can reopen too. And people won't have to wear a mask anywhere. Freedoms delivered by 79 million vaccine doses. 33 million Britons are double vaccinated, more than half the population. Our vaccines have helped to break the link between disease and death. There's another 27,000 people tested positive in the last 24 hours. The British government expects case numbers to continue to rise here, but also that that won't be matched by a jump in hospitalisations and deaths from COVID. Right now, 10 times fewer people are in hospital with the virus compared to last December when infection rates were similar. In London, Hugh Whitfeld, 7 News. So they're opening back up, Pretty stupid. even though they found 27,000 cases. But it's, the majority of their population has been vaccinated. So when they were saying like 10 times less people are being hospitalised because they're vaccinated. So yeah. They're not dying, but they are still getting the sickness. <coughs> but they can't do the lockdowns anymore. Good. Yeah, good. I agree. Right. Like, Is that the right, moving in the right direction? Yeah, like lockdowns are bad for the economy. They're bad for mental health. I think they're just not good for people. You can, I reckon, I can definitely like feel it when lockdown is around. Like people are just definitely a little bit tenser. Yeah. Well, everyone like has, has plans, makes plans. Yes. Yeah. And then like they locked down both the school holidays this year so far. They've locked been locked down, not the whole time, but you know for four days, three days, and then a week. Yeah. I plan to go away. Couldn't. Mm. I imagine there's a lot more people who plan to come up to Queensland. Can't. Do you think Labor getting in will change this? I don't really know. I, I'm not sure. Don't we should go get vaccinated. <laughs> probably. Really? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think we should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably should. I'm, I am slightly hesitant. Why? I don't know. I don't know why I am. I just feel cautious about it. You're scared it's going to give you polio or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're just going to spontaneously combust it. Make my dick shrink or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just concerned. I need every like centimeter I got, bro. You don't know what I'm working with. I'd, I don't know. I'd probably get the Pfizer vaccine, if any. Yeah. And the whole AstraZeneca thing, how they changed it, they're like, oh, like you have to be over 40, you have to be over 50, now you have to be over 60. And then Scott Morrison opened up and said, anyone can get it. And then all of the like health officers that do the press conferences with the premiers of the states all said, no, 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 no. you have to be like over 60 to get AstraZeneca. So like, why is that? Well, there's like, a, there's been like blood clotting issues with like some people have died, but like, that's like any medicine can kill people. Oh yeah, the pills. Yeah. Cause clotting. Yeah. It's just, but it's it is strange when, like, he went against medical advice to say that on national national television. He kind of like panicked and just went, Bleh. get the get the AstraZeneca. 
He's a bit of a muppet. Like he yeah. does, he, <laughs> he does hide away, doesn't he? Like he literally hides away. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking average, isn't he? It's pretty shocking. But then, like, who's the replacement if say Labor get him? Uh, if if it's Anthony Albanese, he's the leader of the Labor Party. So like, you know, that guy's got the fucking. His name sounds like a slug, Anthony Albanese. It's just trash. I don't mind him in the mornings on Channel Nine sometimes. He's all, he's, he's less like he's less politician like uh, he can go off script Scott Morrison like you can tell when he's gone off script because it's just like babble it's nothing it's like incoherent yeah. yep. whereas like, Albanese can kind of have a joke and a jest and you know, a bit of belly jabbing yeah I don't think Morrison can which one of them do you think is more likely I know this is a bit like off what we're talking about but which one of them do you think is more likely to like legalise marijuana because it's on the cards bro it's on the it's got to be on the cards it's so close it's got to be Al- Albanese in my opinion I think yeah he, like Labor's. I'd love to see what all the churches, because all obviously all like you know the church churches are like hmm. liberal. Right? Yeah, yeah, they are. What, They're conservative. What, yeah, yeah. What they would do when, if say Scoma goes, yeah, 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 legalize legalized twenty twenty two. They'd lead into it. You reckon? I think so. I think they'd be like, it's a plant that God created, and they talk <laughs> about the medical benefits, and they'd be like, you know, they'd say a bunch of bullshit. Those people are so brainwashed. Yeah. It actually is concerning. And, like, they 100% believe it. Yeah. Like, they kind of make me, like... So there's this guy called Michael Malice, and um, he went and he wrote a book called Dear Leader. So he spent some time in North Korea, and he, like, met with a bunch of North Korean people. And he was talking with them, and he was saying, these people genuinely believe that Kim Jong-un and Kim Jong-il and, like, his whole lineage actually are gods and that they're living in the best country in the world. Like, they've yeah. completely convinced them. Yeah. There's no, there's no dissent, because if you... If I go to you, right, we're living in North Korea, and I go hey, dude, I think this is total bullshit. Then, like, you'll rat me out immediately. That's how it works. It's like everyone's spying on everyone, being like, and then they'll rat you out, and you'll just fucking get killed, and then your family will get killed. So there's no, like, bullshit. But that, that's that's North Korea, so it's fucked in that, like, that's why North Korea's fucked, but, like, just the fact that people are going to be so brainwashed. Just, like, church people. It's fucking crazy. I love um Kenneth Copeland. Like, God wanted him to be rich, you know? I love that argument. Like, there's some Bible verse, and people, like, love to tout on about it. What's the one with the uh, rich... The, the, <laughs> it's easy for a camel to travel through the rich through the eye of a needle that is for a rich man to get into the heaven. kingdom of heaven yeah uh, that's so true you just cherry pick what you need though right oh absolutely the whole part. yeah 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 it's a big book it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not anything like but it's not even like all the books that were written over that time they've just like handpicked the 52 that they thought they like yeah. were best suited yeah exactly what were the other like hundred odd? Yeah, they're around. They're around somewhere. <laughs> and, oh man, it's really. I can talk about it all day. It's so funny. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about our more pressing issues, which is this fucking coronavirus. Uh, I find towards the upper end of astonishing. Uh, absolutely, and all of the patients who said, "I'm going to wait for a Pfizer," and we GPs would go, "No point waiting. It's not going to happen. The only one you can have is the AstraZeneca. Let me give that to you." Well, it turns out we were wrong. They were right. And all of those people who are vaccine hesitant are now like looking really, really smart. And all the people who did the right thing and went to go and get the vaccine earlier look like they were being really, really silly. And that's a, a big problem for credibility. And it's seen a number of GPs just go, I'm out. I don't want to do vac- COVID vaccination clinics anymore. You know what? Go and get it somewhere else. Well, let me dwell on what you've just said there because it bears dwelling upon. Uh, <laughs> if we have a, a large number of G- GPs in Australia who are prepared to do what you've just described and say to the government, 
hang on, we are no longer prepared to stake our credibility on giving your vaccine, then that leaves this country in a vaccine crisis. Hi, doctor, here's a tweet saying the messaging's <laughs> changed and you're about to give a jab. That, to me, I find towards the upper end of astonishing. Uh, absolutely. And all of the patients who said, I'm going to wait for a Pfizer. And <laughs> Who's this dude? Uh, Channel 7. It's some... I think it's some like midday show. Oh, but yeah, he's a dickhead. <laughs> Deserves like a what did he say? <laughs> Deserves bearing on or something like that. <laughs> Let's just listen to it again. We GPs would go. No point waiting. It's not going to happen. The only one you can have is the AstraZeneca. Let me give that to you. Well, it turns out we were wrong. They were right. And all of those people who were vaccine hesitant are now like looking really, really smart. And all the people who did the right thing and went to go and get the vaccine earlier look like they were being really, really silly. And that's a, a big problem for credibility. And it's seen a number of GPs just go, I'm out, I don't want to do vac COVID vaccination clinics anymore. You know what, go and get it somewhere else. Well, let me dwell on what you've just said there because it bears dwelling upon. <laughs> that is gone. <laughs> Let's dwell on that what you just said there because it bears dwelling upon. That's, imagine saying that in an argument. To like, you, <laughs> just like, he's like had that in his head and he's like, I'm going to fit this in somewhere where I can get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a cunt. This whole segment seems a bit propagandary to me. It seems a little bit like they're just saying, oh, don't trust the doctors, don't get a vaccine now, because if you wait longer, then you'll find out that getting a vaccine is bad. It seems like it's a little bit fear-mongery. Oh, did you see... Oh, Channel 7 really fucked up recently. So you know how uh, England lost that, that yeah. penalty shootout? I didn't see the post, but I saw, like, the apology. Well, their headline, their headline was that that Channel 7 posted, like, three black players miss penalty shootout. Literally, like, the words black. Black. They literally just posted that. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, by the way, Channel 7's owned by uh, Kerry Stokes, who's a mining magnate. He's a billionaire in Australia. Yeah. So he's got a lot of political pull just because he owns Channel 7 and he can disseminate whatever, whatever he, wants he wants because these puppets will say anything for their 250k salary. I was thinking about, like, you know, you remember Carrie Bickmore, who's on the project? Like, she started out kind of, like, lefty and hippie and kind of cool and indie, and you thought, oh, yeah, I can trust her. Dude, she's full sellout now, like, full sellout. Like, she's all money. Woman's Weekly, like, I'll trash whoever you need me to trash. I'll do anything. She's a soldier of, like, the elite. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wally Alid, he sold out. Yeah, he sold out. Yeah, there was a fellow who used to be, like, the main anchor on um, the project, and he went to the ABC and did his own show. Peter Hellier? Peter Hell Peter Helly is one of them. He's is he still there? No, no, he doesn't do it. Oh wait, he's the fat guy. Is, is he bald? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Peter Helly is unreal. He's got a he's got he did a thing called Hard Chat and he did it with um, uh, Josh Freudenberg, who's the treasurer, the Liberal treasurer. He did it like in 2015, and like Josh Freudenberg clearly like was coerced into this. They like lulled him into a sense of comfort, and then he fucked him. Like he was talking to him about pensioners, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we gave the pensioners uh, a thirty dollar rise in like their uh, fortnightly payment." He's like. Thirty dollars isn't much, is it? <laughs> and he goes, true. he goes, fifteen bucks a week. That's not a lot. He's like, well, any increase is an increase. And he's like, could have been a bit more, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> any increase is an increase. Yes. <laughs> he literally like, yes. And his face completely changed when he started talking about this. Posing as carbon taxes, but he's let the globalist lockdown happen. Uh, he has accepted so much evil, and now here he is saying you're going to have a vaccine passport to leave your house, to have a job, to travel, and it's going to be attached to a government wallet. So now what you buy and what you sell and what you do will be attached to this wallet, and then once that's adopted, they'll phase out all the other currencies. That's what I told you years ago. 
and that's what Klaus Schwab admits on French TV, is the plan, a digital wallet, and then RFID sewn into your clothes, and then implantable microchips under a world medical ID. That's the holy grail for the global social credit score. So it doesn't matter if he keeps China out of Australia. Australia just becomes communist China by extension, the big tech takeover. So Scott Morrison is uh, really a the prime minister. Scott Morrison, who's supposedly a conservative and does a lot of stuff against China and supposedly against carbon taxes, but he's let the globalist lockdown happen. So that's Alex Jones. Yeah, uh, is this... What? Keep, keep watching it. Oh, that... Uh, he has accepted so much evil. And now here he is saying you're going to have a vaccine passport to leave your house, to have a job, to travel, and it's going to be attached to a... Yeah, imagine if a vaccine passport becomes mandatory just to exist in society. And it's like a... I don't know. It just something seems wrong about it. Yeah. Is this something that just seems not right? Like, I feel like we've been warned about this shit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the whole surveillance thing in America. Mm. Like, the government can legally check anything that we do. No, like, they can't legally check everything. In Australia. No, not, not even in America can they legally check everything. Yeah, 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 not in America, but if it... In China, they can legally check everything. In America and Australia, they can't. They need, like, permission before they do it. So the, the Australian Federal Police can't just, on ASIO, can't just go into your phone and look at where you've been and do everything, all that shit, you know, that's illegal. Yeah. So they have to get a warrant to do that first. I don't know if, like, this, like, yeah. whatever they're talking about means that they'll be able to do it or not. But it just seems sus. Like, why do we need this new thing? Like, why is it necessary? Because there's, okay, so there's a sickness now. So now I need to get this new, whole new thing. And now I can go back to living my life. Like, why do I need this new thing so I can go back to just living my life how it was? You know? I don't get it. Like, yeah. why does, how does that thing keep me safe? Yeah, I don't know how it would work. I don't really know the purpose of it. But you could, like, everyone's marching on about it. Like, everyone's talking about it. You know, it's a thing. You feel like it's coming. You feel like you're being desensitized to it. And then, bam, they're going to bring it out. And then anyone who's like, I don't know about that, then ever, then a lot of other people are going to pile on them and be like, you're fucking crazy. What, Facebook's tracking you, bro. They're already tracking you, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I saw, I saw this um, fucking stupid meme. Uh, it says, yeah, I'm free. I got the license and permits to prove it. Some <laughs> <laughs> fucking redneck. But I thought that was funny. I was like, I just thought that was funny. Like, like it's just it's clever. It is clever. <laughs> it is clever. Yeah, I'm free. I've got the license and permit to prove it. Like, feels like that's happening. Drugs that work against COVID. I'm now, of course, this. these drugs that we'll get try and get this from the beginning, so we don't just skip a little bit. But a $3 billion initiative to find drugs that work against COVID. Now, of course, these drugs that they find will all be under patent and therefore highly profitable. So what you've got is uh, drug companies. Merck is involved in molnupiravir, this new drug. Uh, it is also involved in an agreement with Johnson & Johnson to distribute their vaccine. And strangely, we are ignoring the evidence that is right in front of us that we have multiple drugs that are highly effective for COVID. And one that I would point out again is highly effective as a prophylactic. So I don't know anything about the business side of this. I do know what fiduciary responsibility is. I know that the shareholder value must be driving things behind the scenes. I know that these companies have been 
immunized from liability with respect to harms that might be done by the vaccines that they're distributing. So there's a question about do all of those things add up to explain the many anomalies about the recommendations of how to treat patients uh, who have COVID? I and believe they do. Well, <laughs> let's put it this way. I can't come up with anything else that makes any sense. Well, it's a perfect storm, right? You have a generic, like, mm -hmm. what? what is the expense of ivermectin? Oh, it's... Uh, actually, I've I've seen it estimated like in large bulk quantities, you could make it for less than a dollar, like a dose. Um, in, in the United States, there's FDA regulated uh, product, which so it's more expensive. But um, around the world, I mean, in India, they were distributing it in many regions. And we should talk about India in a second. But um, it, it's extremely cheap. It's a very low cost. That's drug. a problem. So oh, extremely effective, problem. extremely cheap and generic. Big problem. Yeah, but... Look, but is it how I how don't uh, what, what I can't get myself to is what do these conversations sound like on the other side? Right. Who decides to shut down in the middle of a pandemic where you have a drug that's actually good enough to end the pandemic at any point you want it? Right. Who decides to prioritize business interests ahead of that? I find it hard to imagine. So I, I'm what I'm what I'm actually guessing is going on is this. You've got a pharmaceutical industry which frequently has obstacles. The, the development of a new drug is extremely expensive. It can be, you know, it can go bust. You can develop a new drug and it doesn't get through the trials, so there's a lot of risk. And so the pharmaceutical industry has engineered mechanisms to get their drugs through this process, right? They've corrupted the system. And my sense is that their ability to force the system to accept certain things and to ignore other things is so well developed at this point that it must have just gotten applied on autopilot. And somehow we're stuck in the situation where the evidence that we have effective tools is overwhelming. Those tools do not, uh, Anthony Fauci gave a press conference about a $3 billion initiative to find drugs that work against COVID. Now, so that was just the beginning. So that's um, Brett Weinstein, who's an epidemiologist and Dr. Pierre Corey, and they're just talking about ivermectin um, to treat coronavirus. Well, ivermectin is a, a parasite thing. Yeah, it's, it's like... parasites in your stomach, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was discovered like in Japan in the 70s, and the two blokes who discovered it both won Nobel Prizes because it, it um, prevented people from catching river blindness from drinking river water in Africa. So in Africa, these people like take ivermectin uh, and then they no longer can get uh, river blindness and I think a bunch of other things. But what they found with ivermectin is that people who take it can't get coronavirus, like they don't catch it. Hmm. And if they do catch it and they do administer ivermectin, the sooner they get it, the less the symptoms are. So, yeah, so what they what, what these guys are talking about, and they're on Joe Rogan, by the way. Yeah. So you can watch that episode if you want. What they're talking about is if... Uh, everyone took ivermectin across the globe for a six-month or a year period, then the virus can't have a host, no host any longer. Yeah. And then, well, pandemic over, no need for all of this bullshit anymore. So you take it like a vitamin tablet in the morning. Exactly. Like a supplement. Exactly. Yeah. And it's been around forever. Like, um, people give it to their horses. They give it to, like, their dogs, their cats. Like, you can get it, like, in deworming stuff for, like, your cats and your dogs and stuff like that. And, like, it's super cheap to make. There's no patent on it at all. It's been around for a really long time. And this, they, they strongly believe, if you listen to the episode on Joe Rogan with Brett Weinstein and Dr. Pierre Corey, they strongly believe that this is the solution to the pandemic. And Brett's actually got his own podcast called The Dark, Dark Horse, and YouTube demonetized him for um, being an Ivan Mechton advocate, so he can no longer make money off it, but it, that doesn't stop him from talking about it.
Um, I don't know why they would lie about something that actually works, but ivermectin's being considered disinformation. So it's you're not allowed to talk about it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, a lot of social medias because they don't believe that you can do it. But there has been some countries that um, their health leaders have adopted ivermectin as a treatment, some in South America and India, um, some in uh, Eastern Euro- Europe. And um, they've found that it has reduced the number of people catching coronavirus. So they, they really believe that this could be the solution. But what he's talking about at the beginning with um, Dr. Fauci saying that yeah. they were spending $3 billion looking for a solution, um, they're looking for a solution that's going to make pharmaceutical companies money. money. So they're talking about this like a bit like the military-industrial yeah, complex, you yeah. know, starting wars so that way you can make money selling guns, you know, spreading a pandemic so that way you can make money selling the vaccine. So like, like that's a bit conspiracy theory. Which is fair enough, but at the same time, yeah, look where we are. Look where we are. You know, Australia's spent five billion dollars last time I checked so far on vaccines, and seven percent of our population's vaccinated. I don't know if that means that they throw out a ton of like it costs that much to vaccinate seven percent of a twenty million population, but it's pretty crazy stuff, hey. Yeah, let's get some ivermectin. Yeah. How do you buy it? You can actually purchase it online. Like it is a bit fucky though. Like I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. Trust it. Yeah, I don't think I would. You know? If anyone can make it. Well, yeah. Well, that's the yeah. I've making it isn't patented, so yeah. you can make it dirt cheap, and it's been around forever. I don't know why they would like. Why would? Why wouldn't they try something if it's harmless? Like if it doesn't, it, like people that take this as a treatment, mm. they're just saying, oh, well, it doesn't treat that. You know, well, you know, you might take vitamin D. You might not be vitamin D deficient. You know, it doesn't do you any harm, does it? Yeah, but I'm curious about ivermectin. Like, I, I really, like, I, w- I would love to hear our political leaders... Let's talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have you heard much about it? Like, Nah, I listened to maybe the first half an hour of this potty. Yeah. That's it. I've heard nothing about it other than on there. Yeah, yeah. So, I reckon, um, next video will be our last one. So, this is the next video is an ad made by the Australian government. And what it is, it's a lady like in a bed on a ventilator who has contracted coronavirus and she's really struggling to breathe. So I think this is an example of propaganda, to be completely honest. It's like an example of fear-mongering. So let's just have a watch. Yeah. Let, like, tell me what you think. Just, I know you guys can only hear, but... COVID-19 can affect anyone. Stay home. Get tested. Book your vaccination. Yeah. So it's like a young, thin woman. She looks pretty healthy to me. It is crazy that they do that. <laughs> they, like, they spent money on that. It's almost as bad as that marijuana rat they used to play with the, like, girl who was, like, deflated in the seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, <laughs> Millie's never been the same Yeah, yeah. college. Yeah. Which is just like... Propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with um uh acid. They did the same thing. They did it's like like, you know, you'll fry yourself and then they crack an egg into a pan and they yeah. fry it. Like that's this what all our parents Exactly, that's what all our parents thought. That's why like you're fried, that's what they call it. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they spent forty million dollars on the COVID app and no one used it. Like the tracking one. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. It didn't because it didn't work. It didn't work no one no, no one wanted to use it also. 
Nolan was like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna download this app, and you can just follow me anywhere you want. <laughs> like, and the people were like, they're following you anywhere. Well, no, they're fucking not, cunt. They're following you anywhere when you download this app, and you give them permission to do it. Otherwise, they're not legally allowed to do it. You know, the number of people they're actually tracking is very few, and they have to get permission from a judge to do it. It's not. It's like a handful of people. Mm. Good shit, LB. It is. Yeah. Anything you want to add? <laughs> you want to tell anyone you love them, say goodbye. I don't love anyone. <laughs> <laughs>